Hello, lovely. Welcome to Empower Radio. I am Bianca Scalise. I've created this podcast because there are a lot of women in the world who feel uncomfortable in their skin. And if you're listening to this, I don't want for you to be one of them. Today's topic is what to do when you're not feeling motivated. All right. So it's really common for people to message me and say, Bianca, how do you stay so motivated to work out, to prep your meals, to go for walks, to live a healthy lifestyle? And I'm here to say no one is 100% motivated 100% of the time, myself included. It is just not realistic. If you go through periods of feeling not motivated, there is nothing wrong with you. That just means you're a human. Personally, this last month, quite honestly, everything has felt much harder for me, just mentally, emotionally, and physically going to the gym, tracking my food, taking walks, getting myself to do the normal healthy habits that I'm very used to doing has felt harder. And that's really different for me. It usually doesn't feel this hard to put on my shoes and go. Um, but it has felt that way. And I want to be honest about it. And I want to share it because everybody goes through moments, whether those are minutes, days, weeks, or months of feeling kind of funky and low motivation. The reasons why we might be feeling this way can definitely differ. And I'm going to share what it has been for me that's kept me in this like really tough time, low motivation, feeling funky. Um, and what's kind of gotten me getting out of that mindset, um, as well as what got me there, what kept me there and some helpful tips on how, how to get out of a funk. So if you're familiar with me, you know, that I love lifting, I have a healthy lifestyle and I love helping other women live a healthier lifestyle as well. And I'm pretty consistent with staying on my workouts, my nutrition, and all. And last month I went out of town to work for a week. And in that week, a lot happened that was out of the ordinary for me. I was around a lot of people every day. So that was different from normal. I usually work alone. Um, you know, I might hang out with my partner after work, um, hang out with my dog, maybe get together with a few friends on the weekends. But for me, doing a ton of socializing with a lot of people for days consistently really is, that's not my environment. I'm a little bit more of, I like to be alone for a period of time and then maybe socialize. So that can be very draining, um, like energetically for me. So that was the first thing that was different. Second, I kept working out while I was there out of town. And I was in New Mexico at the time um, and I didn't realize this, but I was working out just as hard hitting my same, you know, numbers on my lifts, you know, hip thrusting like 300 pounds, all this kind of stuff. I was hitting the same numbers as my lifts going as intense as when I was home, but the elevation was 600 feet higher than where I live. I live in Austin, Texas. The elevation is around 500 um, and I was in New Mexico at the time where the elevation is around 7,000. <laughs> so that's a big deal physically. And then the third thing that was different is I kept my foot on the gas in two businesses. When I wasn't working on the yoga stuff that I was there for and socializing with the people that were there, I was having meetings with my 
team for Empower and client calls for Empower My Fitness Business. So needless to say, I was under more stress than usual with my workload. So what we've identified is there was social stress that was higher, way more socializing than I'm used to, way more long periods of socializing, um, being around way more people. So social stress was higher. Physical stress from the elevation was higher and work stress was higher than normal as well. So when I got back home, I felt like I just wanted to go to sleep forever. (laughs) Like I felt so tired, so, so tired. I just wanted to lay down and not do very much of anything. So I told myself, you know what? I was really stressed and I really crushed it last week. You know, I didn't drop any balls in any of the businesses and I'm going to give myself a week to take my foot off of the gas in my workouts. So that's what I did. You know, I just gave myself a week off of the gym, but guess what? By the end of the week, I still felt low energy. So I went to go do a blood test. Um, and I came to find that my iron levels were very, very low, which is an issue that I've had in the past, which is why I knew to check my blood, um, and take this particular test. Um, symptoms of iron deficiency. I want to talk about here because they're very, this is a very common issue for women. Um, especially if you're still menstruating. So symptoms of iron deficiency can be fatigue, weakness, feeling colder than usual, lightheadedness, and overall a feeling of lethargy, feeling lethargic, feeling unmotivated. Like I said, I've dealt with iron deficiency a few years back and I'm familiar with the symptoms. So this totally made sense to me. Um, So I started supplementing iron again and it's been very, very helpful. And little by little, I've been regaining my energy and my drive. And I want to share this piece because I think it's easy to want to see things in black and white. We want to point to one thing that's causing us to feel not motivated when the reality is that there are usually multiple components at play. Some of these components can be mental, like the ones that I talked about earlier, just feeling like this general sense of stress from being around so many people. Um, Some of them can be physical, like the iron situation. There was physically an iron deficiency. And some can be emotional, like I was talking about earlier with feeling a sense of stress from um, going really hard in my, my work. So the next half of the podcast is going to be focused on, we've talked about the the physical, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But the next half of the podcast is going to be focused on mental and emotional because these are so incredibly powerful. But before I dive into those, I encourage you that if you have never tested your ferritin levels and you're a woman that is menstruating, I encourage you to do so. Uh, Real quick, I want to talk about ferritin and iron levels. So ferritin is a blood protein that contains iron and a ferritin blood test helps you and your doctor to understand how much iron your body stores. So if a ferritin test says that your blood ferritin level is lower than normal, it's showing that your body's iron stores are low and you have iron deficiency. This is not uncommon in women. So if you have never had a ferritin test, I highly recommend it. Um, especially if you're having any of the symptoms that I listed, um, before, and it's really, really inexpensive. It's around $20 to do. I personally order my own from, uh, walkinlabs.com. There are a lot of different sites like that, where you can order your own blood tests. Um, 
And you can do that too, or you can ask your doctor to order you a test. Of course, this is a super easy process and it can be so, so, so helpful. All right. Now that we've talked about the physical component, um, and of course other things could be going on, right? If you are having, if you are experiencing like a low sense of drive and all that type of thing, the next thing that I might check are like hormones. I might do like a hormone panel if you're feeling off, um, checking thyroid and things like that. Okay. Now let's dive into some tips on what to do when you're in a funk. All right. First thing is if you can, if you're not driving, break out a journal with me right now. And we're going to do a really quick journaling activity um, because I'd like to see what your current strategy is. I'd like for you to see rather what your current strategy is when you are feeling low motivation or in a funk. So grab your journal. And if you don't have one, just pause me and bring me back when you're ready. Okay. So the first question is, what do you do? What do you do when you're in a funk? What do you do with your body? Do you feel like your body is more active? Like you're more activated with your body, more animated? Or do you feel like when you're in a funk, you're less animated in your body, less movement? When you're in a funk, low motivation, just feeling bad, are your shoulders hunched and rounded? Or are your shoulders open, standing up tall? When you're in a funk, is your breathing typically shallow or is it deep? Can you feel your breath inside of you? So just answering those questions um, in your journal. I'll go over them one more time. What do you do with your body when you're in a funk? Is your body typically more active? Are you more movement oriented, more animated, or are you less active, kind of still? Are your shoulders hunched and rounded? Or are your shoulders open, standing tall? Is your breathing shallow? Or is it deep? All right. Next questions for you are, what are your thoughts like when you're in a funk? Are you focused on possibilities or are you focused on problems? All right. And now this time I'm going to give you um, just some time to go through this journal prompt on your own and you can pause me. But the question is, what do you do to help yourself out of a funk? What do you personally do that helps you to get out of a funk or feeling of low motivation? So pause me now. And just bring me back when you're ready, when you've written about that for maybe one or two minutes. All right, getting back to it. Here are five things that you can do when you are finding yourself low motivation, low energy in a funk. The first is to avoid the trap of judgment. Many times we judge ourselves for our feelings. The thought, I'm feeling unmotivated turns into, oh, why can't I just be like so-and-so who's always motivated? Why do I always have to feel like this? What's wrong with me? Right? So judging ourselves for having a feeling that we see as negative can easily turn into a downward spiral of self-judgment. We become focused on judging ourselves rather than helping ourselves. That self-judgment keeps us stuck in the funk. 
the reality is that there's nothing, nothing wrong with you. You're simply a human having a feeling. So rather than judging yourself for that feeling, whether the feeling is being in a funk, feeling uninspired, feeling unmotivated, rather than judging yourself, let's practice simply being clear with yourself. A lot of the times people think I have to punish myself because I'm having this thought. So we punish ourselves by saying, what's wrong with you? Why do you always feel this way? In reality, we're making the situation worse by focusing on what's wrong instead of focusing on what's right, what how we can be clear and move forward. So number two tip is exercising clarity and acceptance. What that could look like is having a conversation with yourself or another person or having a journal session with yourself where you seek to get clear on what is present for you. So when you say something or write something like, man, I notice I'm feeling so unmotivated today. You are acknowledging the feeling rather than resisting it or judging yourself for it, right? There's a lot of power in being the observer, in being the person that can step outside of the feeling to look at it and say, man, I noticed that there's this feeling present today. You're acknowledging it rather than choosing to judge yourself for it or resist it or deny it. So number two was accepting, acknowledging, creating clarity. Number three is practice observing. So the words I am are incredibly powerful. They send messages to our unconscious mind about what labels we put on ourselves and what we believe about ourselves. One of the most powerful forces in the human psyche is the need to stay consistent with who we believe we are. For example, a person that has the belief, I am capable of doing hard things, is going to have a much different life experience than a person that believes, I am weak. So instead of saying, I am unmotivated, try, I notice that there's an unmotivated feeling present for me right now. Or I'm noticing a stagnant feeling present right now. I know this seems small, but switching our language here is powerful because instead of saying I am unmotivated, I am unmotivated and identifying with that feeling, putting that label of unmotivated uh, and sticking it on us, We get to take a step outside of the feeling and observe the feeling by saying, I am noticing this feeling. I'm noticing that there is a feeling of being low energy. I know I'm noticing that there's an unmotivated feeling present. This seems like a technicality. It seems so small, but it is huge. It's the difference between identifying and attention attaching our identity and who we believe we are with that feeling and proclaiming our own sovereignty, our own um, individuality and saying, you know what, I am the one that can observe the feelings. I don't have to be the feelings. All right. So number four, get in the driver's seat. So once we've noticed the feelings and we've said, okay, I am me and that's the feeling. Number four, get in the driver's seat. So here are two questions that can put you back in the driver's seat rather than the emotion. 
Because when we're in the emotion, all we feel is the emotion, right? We're focusing on the emotion and it becomes bigger to the point where it is kind of enveloping us. And that's when we don't see a way out. We don't see a way out of the funk. We don't see a way out. So we get sort of stuck in that feeling. But when we can take ourselves outside of it to observe it and say, oh, ah, I see unmotivated is right there. Ah, I see stagnant is here. Then we can ask ourselves two questions. Number one is, do I want to feel this way? This is such a good question to ask yourself because sometimes the answer is yes. Even though it might not seem like it, if you're honest and you ask yourself, do I want to feel this way? Do I want to feel unmotivated right now? Sometimes, or do I want to feel angry right now? Whatever it is. Sometimes it's like, yes, I want to, I want to feel this way. And then there's clarity, right? And we can move forward. Usually though, it gets old, right? At one point or another, feeling unmotivated, laying down on the couch for a super long time, procrastinating, not doing all the things that you know you want to, or you said you would, it gets old. So at some point, the answer to that question is going to be no. And where we can shift the quality of our life is selecting no as an answer faster, because ultimately that's what we want. Ultimately, we don't want to feel, you know, crappy. Ultimately, we don't want to feel down in the dumps. Um, So do I want to feel this way? Yes or no? And the second question, question two, is how long will I allow myself to feel this way? How long will I allow myself to feel this way? This is a sincere question. It's not one that's meant to punish you or anything like that. It's a question to create clarity. So thirty. do I want to let myself feel this way for 30 seconds? Do I want to let myself feel this way for five minutes? Uh, do I want to allow myself to feel this way for 30 minutes, an hour, a day, a week? How long will I allow myself to feel this way? This question ha- this question assumes that you have control of your ability to shift your feelings, right? And sometimes that feels obvious and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it feels like, what do you mean, Bianca? How long will I allow myself to feel this way? I feel like I just feel this way, right? But earlier on, we asked ourselves the questions, you know, what are we usually doing with our bodies when we feel unmotivated, right? More oftentimes than not, when people are feeling down in the dumps, unmotivated, low energy, um, low drive, they're kind of like, they're not like this, right? Like, yeah, they're not like jumping up and down. They're not heart wide open moving through the world. Usually when people are feeling unmotivated, there is a pattern of physiology or there's a whole, um, there's a thing that we do with our body. We tend to be less active. We tend to want to move less, right? Probably taking less walks, probably animating less. We're probably kind of sinking, shoulders hunched over. So when we ask ourselves the question, how long will I allow myself to feel this way? This question is asking ourselves, how long are we going to let this pattern run until we we consciously break the pattern? So what could consciously break our pattern if we're feeling unmotivated, down in the dumps, shoulders hunched over, not a lot of movement happening in our body? 
well, we could literally force ourselves to get up and do 20 jumping jacks or 15 burpees, or we could go outside, put our shoes on and go for a run, right? We could jump on a trampoline. We could bounce up and down. We could do something like this with our tongue, right? Because that's not something that an unmotivated person does. So when you do something that an unmotivated person wouldn't do, you are no longer that person. You're no longer stuck in that pattern or that cycle. And so this is what this is about, is recognizing that you have more control over your emotions, over the way that you feel, than sometimes it appears, right? So when we ask ourselves, how long will I allow myself to feel this way? You could literally say, all right, I'm going to let myself just completely feel this way for five minutes. I'm going to, you know, feel it, be in it. And I'm going to put a timer on for five minutes. And at the five minute mark, I'm literally going to get up and I'm just going to do 10 burpees. Or I'm going to get up and I'm going to go and spin around in a circle uh, and uh, jump up and down. And because we're doing that silly thing that's interrupting the pattern that's playing out, we get the freedom to break out of the pattern. All right, so number five, ask better questions, get better answers. The question, why do I feel so uninspired, will produce very different answers from yourself and very different feelings than asking yourself a question like, do I want to feel inspired again? Or what could I do right now to feel inspired, to feel a sense of drive? Additionally helpful questions to ask yourself are, what do I really want to do? Or am I just feeling a little overwhelmed, overwhelmed right now? Are there any questions that I have? And if I had the answers to any specific questions, would it help me to get unstuck? Who can help me answer these questions, right? Sometimes uh, the reason why we're feeling like we're stuck is because we need a little bit of information. It might be like, man, I really want to go to the gym and work out, but I just don't know what exercises are really going to give me the results I want. And then now you know that the reason why you're procrastinating going to the gym is because you don't have the right plan. So then you ask yourself, okay, I know that, you know, I'm feeling overwhelmed because I don't have the right plan and I want to do this. Who can help me to get the right plan? Who can answer these questions, right? Same thing applies with anything else. If it's like, I'm feeling overwhelmed right now because, you know, I, I feel like my friend uh, is undervaluing me or because my friend talked to me in a certain way. Then if you ask yourself, you know, are there any questions that I have around this? Then you can just ask your friend about those and it can give you the information that you need to be able to move forward. But sometimes we feel like we don't have the right information to move forward. I want to go back to the question, why do I feel so uninspired? Sometimes it feels like the right thing to ask ourselves why. Why do I feel this way? Why, why, why? I'm here to say that the question why is not always the right question. 
it's not always the question that's going to get you to the place that you want to go. Because there's a lot of things that happen in the world that don't make a ton of sense. Um, If a loved one passes away unexpectedly in a car accident, if we ask ourselves, why did that happen? There's no just or sound reason for why that happened. Sometimes in this world, things happen that suck. So focusing on why isn't necessarily going to get you out of this state of feeling like a puddle of mud, right? So instead of asking, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel uninspired? Asking yourself, what could I do right now to remind me of the inspiration that's inside of myself? What could I do right now to remind me of the things that I really want to contribute to the world or contribute to myself or do for myself or do for another person? When we ask ourselves questions like that, we're focusing on what can I do instead of what's wrong with me? Does that make sense? What can I do? What would help me to feel inspired? We're focusing on what we want instead of focusing on the problem. Okay. All right, beautiful people. When all else fails, this is what I turn to. And it is motivational YouTube videos, motivational podcasts, inspirational audiobooks, listening to someone's inspirational life story about how they had to overcome adversity. These things, we as humans learn so well through story. We learn so well through other people's experiences and them recalling those experiences and and sharing them. One of my favorite books of all time is Man's Search for Meaning. And it's about Viktor Frankl, who actually went through the Holocaust. He's a Holocaust survivor. And being able to read this book or listen to it on audio form, it's a such a reminder that, holy crap, people have endured some of the worst things in the world and come out of those situations alive, well, and gaining some insight from them and helping other people with that insight. If they can, you know, if he can do that, I can do this. If he can do that, like I can go for a walk today. I can go to the gym today. I can get up off the couch today. Um, Another thing that really helps me is like listening to, you know, people who have undergone different adversity, like maybe becoming paralyzed, losing a limb, being born without something that I have that, you know, is just normal to me. When I listen to things like that, it reminds me to focus on what is right. It reminds me to focus on what is so beautiful in my life and the advantages I have and the the successes and the opportunities. It shifts my focus back to possibility and opportunity and away from, you know, what's holding me down, what's weighing me down and what's wrong. So my recommendation for you would be if you are dealing with, you know, moments of low motivation, create a document for yourself, like a Google doc that has a bunch of your favorite motivational YouTube videos. If you literally just type motivational YouTube video in YouTube, you'll be able to hear speeches from different people that have gone through different things that can help you that you might resonate with. 
So make a doc of motivational YouTube videos, um, motivational podcasts, inspirational audiobooks. Um, and if you if you need any recommendations, please feel free to reach out. I love this type of thing because it helps me stay in a mindset that is the mindset that I want to live my life with, which is what are the possibilities? What are the opportunities? How can I learn today? How can I grow today? How can I help myself become 1% better? And as long as I'm in that mindset, I will do the things that I need to do to make that happen. But if I'm focused on what's wrong, if I'm focused on, you know, what's wrong with me, why do I feel this way? If I'm focused on the things that I can't do, that is going to be my life is just going to be me circling around in a drain of a downward spiral within myself. And time flies by. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to live my life there. I don't want to live my life circling the drain in a downward spiral. I want to live my life feeling empowered and in charge of my life. I want to live my life in a beautiful state where I feel like I can be my best self for, of course, myself, but also others. So I have the resources inside me, the love inside me, the courage inside me, the brevity inside me, um, the the ability to make shit happen so that I can make it happen not only for me, but for you know the people that I love the most in this world. When we show up for ourselves, we can show up for other people. When we don't show up for ourselves, that's the example that we set for the people around us. That is the energy that we give to the people around us. And it sounds so harsh, but when you're hurting yourself by not doing your best for yourself, you are hurting the people around you. And that those are the types of things that really help me to snap out of it um, when I am circling that drain. Because I promise you, sometimes I am circling that drain and you're not alone. There's nothing wrong with you. You're a human. And uh, this is what we're here for is to help each other through this human experience. Um, so thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today. I hope this was helpful for you in some way. Um, please like, and subscribe to the podcast. It helps tremendously so that other people can hear about it and hopefully get some value from it. Um, it would be very helpful for you to rate and review the podcast if you get something out of it. And lastly, <clears throat> this podcast is possible because of Empower, uh, which is my online personal training company, um, myself, along with a team of amazing people. We have uh, just some incredible coaches and staff. Um, this, la this month of November, the time that I'm filming this, uh, we are running a special for coaching. We never run specials. We really stick by our pricing and we know what we're worth. But November and December are the months historically where people want to go into that all or nothing mindset. They want to just completely fall off of their goals and, and think about them again, January 1st. And to help people avoid that trap, we are doing uh, our biggest special. We're the only special of the year. If you've ever thought about coaching, this is the time to do it. Um, and description, uh, information for that will be in a link in the description. So thank you so much. We very much appreciate you. I hope that this was helpful and we'll see you in the next.